Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels. Um, I'm also joined, like always, with my lovely wife, Julian Winters. Hello. Um, so, I guess last week we forgot to mention that it's fall. I mean, and uh, most people probably would already know that. <laughs> yeah, the official first day of fall. Which I guess was the 22nd. I always thought it was the 21st. I'm very confused. All I know is, being from Louisiana, that it goes from being hot to less hot. Yeah, it really doesn't actually... At least in my experience in Louisiana, I didn't feel like it really ever had fall. It just went from, like, summer to not-so-summer to winter which even the winter is not it's just the least summer it also gets hot during the winter at times yeah i definitely wore like shorts and sleep tank tops in the winter yeah well (laughs) go ahead baby i didn't want to interrupt you it's your podcast i had a whole lot of nothing to say there but uh okay I i don't I don't know what just happened there, basically. <laughs> okay, so since we don't have, like, well, I guess you experienced fall when you were in, like, Japan and stuff, right? Um, we're at the sea. Oh, okay, so you never, like, were anywhere when, like, leaves were changing and pumpkins? Um, I went to Virginia in, like, October, and I saw leaves. Yes. Okay, so one time. Oh, we went to Maine in the, well, it was September, but that's basically fall in Maine. Yeah, but I don't remember seeing any, like, it was pretty much, like, evergreen stuff. Yeah, it doesn't, the colors don't really come out to, like, later September, like, October. And it is, we should make a trip up there. It's beautiful. I thought it was August. Leaf peeping. No, August is too early. No, I thought that's when that wedding was. Oh, no, it was... It was over, like, Labor Day weekend when they got... It was Jen's wedding. Yeah, I thought that was in August. I don't think so. Either way, it was the end of August. It was either the last weekend of August or the first weekend in September. Anyways. So, same thing. A fun fact about that. I had to use a... What is it? Like, I pretty much... I don't know how I took off to go to that. I forgot, but I wasn't supposed to, but I did. I don't remember that at all. Anyways. Doesn't matter. I don't work there anymore. Okay. I'm looking up their anniversary. They celebrated their anniversary weekend on the weekend of September 10th. Okay. So, two, three years ago, whatever that was. Okay. Yeah. So, beginning of September. Okay, September 9th. Got it. I remember Just a lot Facebook of... Facebook stalk my friend Jen. Shout out to Jen and Tim. Remember a lot of rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yep, a lot of rocks. And being pretty un- unimpressed about lobster. Yeah, I, I know we're going to make enemies, but, like, I don't see what the big deal about lobster is. Like, it was kind of too sweet for me. Oh, I didn't think it was sweet at all. Well, you also, didn't you have a lobster roll? 
No, it had a lobster. lobster. I don't know. It wasn't my jam compared to like shrimp. I love shrimp. But it was like bland. Well, yeah, you got to dip it in the good stuff. Yeah, but. But even then. What's the point? I know. Um, I'm very glad that I actually don't like it because it makes me violently ill. So. I like crab. From what I've had of crab, I like crab too. I need to just like sit down and eat a bunch of crab in a safe location and see if it makes me ill like lobster does. Oh, really? I thought you said you were allergic to crab. I don't think, not that I know of. I don't even know if I'm allergic to lobster. I just know that it makes me sick. I don't get like hives or anything. Okay. And I can eat shrimp. I've eaten other shellfish. Yeah. Just not a lot of crab. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Okay. So what are you looking forward to the most um, with your first Midwest autumn? I don't know. Um, Well, I guess... um, I'm not really sure, honestly. I guess like cooler weather. Like, does it? What is it? Does it go below fifties? I don't know. Yes. Oh, it does. I think it already did at night once. I think there was a night with a low of like forty nine. I mean, it's already. It's still like pretty hot. Yeah. Well, yes. It's like the high of nineties right now. It's super hot. But last week was pretty cool. Like high of like seventies. I guess I don't really have any expectations. I mean, just to see the leaves. Well, you'll get that. The leaves along the Mississippi River Bluffs are gorgeous. And usually um, my parents still have the boat in the water, so you can go out on the river and, like, look at all the leaves. It's We'll have to make a point to do that. It's really beautiful. Um, I don't know. Um, do... I have no idea. Is Are those, like, produce stands and all that kind of stuff still open, or is that just summertime stuff? I don't know. It's um, been so long since I've lived here. Well, oh. I can tell you what I'm excited about. Well, like, going to go find pumpkins or something, or? Uh, well, apple picking. We are, I already did that once, but I wasn't feeling great, and it was, like, a really small place. But um, I want to redo it up at, there's a place in, I think, Godfrey, Jerseyville, I don't know, whatever, called the Eckert's. And they have, like, lots of playhouses, which are for kids, but I like them. And they have petting zoos, again, for children, but I like them. Um, And it just has, like, you have to, like, ride on a wagon, not, like, like, take a hayride out to the apple orchard, from what I remember. So that's... Mm really fun um i also like when it gets kind of like the spooky feeling like halloween like i i'm on a um, harry potter binge right now as halloween movies um but i like to start watching like scary movies around this time oh okay and i'm really i'm excited but also dreading so i'm dreading halloween because Trick-or-treaters make me really nervous. I'm hoping I can handle it this year because we live along one of the main drags, so I assume we'll get lots. I'm going to, like, post it next door to, like, see if 
people have an idea of how much, how many kids come by or whatever. Um, so that'll be scary, but I also really like making little treat bags. Um, just my little OCD for fun. I like mm -hmm. used to just sort coins and stuff for fun. So I like like making little bags and making things even. So I'm really excited about making those cute little treat bags to hand out at Halloween instead of just the bowl of candy. Okay. I always liked getting the treat bags as a little kid because then it felt more like my candy was more organized rather than just one big bucket of candy. Like, I think I went through and organized it. Like, I'd separate the chocolates from, like, the sweet tarts and, like, you know, because you don't want to eat too much of one thing and then only have a certain thing left. You want to kind of eat it at the same pace. Just me? Just you. <laughs> well, I mean, what if you ate all your chocolate and you didn't have any chocolate left? What if all you have your Smarties for, like, the next three weeks? Who wants that? Give them to me. You have to plan, Jesse. Plan what? Plan your, your strategy of attack with your Halloween candy. You can't just dive on in and be like, I want Reese's, and then you eat all the Reese's, and there's no more Reese's. Does anyone have a straight jacket? Shut up. <laughs> I'm sure there are many other people who did this as a child or still do that. Nine others? <laughs> You're mean. Once, well, I mean, I've, I don't know what you're talking about. So you would just eat all your candy? Like, what if you got excited? Like, you came home after school and I you're just like, ate candy. <laughs> indiscriminately. But what about if you, like, what, what, did you eat it all at once? I mean, no, I, you just don't open, like, you don't just take all the candy, empty it in a bucket, and just, I don't know, get a funnel and just <laughs> dip it down your throat. No, but I just grab a piece and eat it, yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't be, like, excited, like, ooh, I, I'm really, I finally have Heath or whatever. Like, I'm excited about, I don't know, for you, like, Ooh, sweet tarts when I get home from school. Then you go to your candy from Halloween, and no, you've already eaten all the sweet tarts because you didn't ration them properly. You never experienced that? I mean, yeah, but I didn't... I, I wasn't... I mean, I probably did, yeah, but I didn't organize my candy, no. Oh, gosh. So I don't know if this actually points to more OCD behaviors on my part or... Possibly disordered eating, or maybe a mix of both. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I've, am terribly unorganized as a person, and yeah, it sucks. I don't. I gotta. Maybe you should start planning a little bit ahead. Yeah, or, being married to you is you know open a lot of. You know things on my part that I need to fix. I don't like being without. That's why I take the time to plan. I don't want to come in and be disappointed. I don't do well with disappointment. Mm. Which is why it's so hard being married to you. Jeez. Just kidding. I love you. Disappointing to you? I love you. No, you're not. Is and that it, too mean? Should we cut that out? I, I mean, no. I, I just... I'm trying my hand at joke of the week. <laughs> did, you, did you mean that? Oh, no, right. baby. Oh, my know. gosh. Anyways. Um, You're very not disappointing. Okay. 
What's well, the opposite I, of disappointing? I guess it would have been pretty disappointing if I had actually murdered those rabbits. Uh, y- yeah. I mean, did we tell the listeners about the baby bunnies? Yeah, I thought we did. I haven't seen them in a while. So hopefully they're all right. Yeah, I also haven't seen that black cat in a while, so... I think I saw him. Okay. For a while, he was here like every day, it felt like. I think maybe when we had Abby's dog over in the yard, it might have scared him off. Oh, maybe so. Maybe. Anyways, I'm excited about fall and making my treat bags. That black cat might have murdered those baby rabbits. I was not going to say that, but yeah. Because I did see him coming out of the garden one time. Yeah, he might have. They were so cute. But he's also very skinny. Oh, so you're saying I the, wouldn't a, baby rabbit, a baby rabbit would fatten him up? So I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying I wouldn't begrudge him any food. I don't want to feed him because I don't want him to come around because I don't want my boys to get territorially insecure since Ryford's already prone to that. So you're so you're putting your stamp on this black cat murdering the baby rabbit? I'm, no, it's just it's That's life. What you're, it's life, Jesse. It's natural. So Darwin's law. I guess. Or theory, whatever it is. It's just it's the chain of, isn't that? They're a thing, a chain of prey, chain of predators. Yes. Yeah. What's that phrase? I don't know. But food, cats food are... Food chain? Yeah, chain the, food? Yeah, the food chain. The food chain, yeah. Cats are certainly predators. Mm-hmm. And rabbits are prey, so yes. Speaking of predators and prey, Luther's just laying next to an empty bowl waiting for dinner, full Thaddeus style. Because we gave them dry food for breakfast because they still had some wet food from last night. But they didn't want the wet food from last night. And they didn't want the dry food. So they've been on hunger strike all day. Yep. The life of cats. Mm-hmm. Where it's just an, an endless cycle of disappointment <laughs> on their end. You know, oh, the, no. The whole disappointment on full circle there. I'm the you in my relationship with them. Wow. <laughs> just, just kidding. Just going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay. Listeners, we want to know your favorite parts of fall, especially since Jesse has... You know, never experienced a Midwest autumn. So let us know what you think he should do to get the uh, the full experience of the changing seasons. I know we got a lot of fall fans out there. Yeah. Anyways, um, I guess we'll carry on to current events. And um, let's see. What did I see? Oh, I saw that. The auto industry might uh, take a hit for coronaviruses as far as, like, being able to make cars in general. So, like, it's probably why the cost of used vehicles has gone up because new cars aren't being made at their normal rate because raw materials are hard to find and they can't make computer chips for the cars because... You know, nowadays we can't just make 
don't know, old style cars where they don't have power steering or fancy electronics or any sort of people would probably be pissed off if there was not cruise control or something. So anyways, that was a little, I don't know, not good to see, but I guess hopefully once COVID ends or if it ends that, you know, people will get back to work and we'll get back to a normal status. But we'll see. I didn't even know that company. What company? The company you're talking about. I wasn't talking about a company. I was talking about the auto industry in general. Oh, sorry. I was looking up my thing. So, I mean, just any, <laughs> any, any company that makes cars. They're not making cars. Well, they're not making them at the same rate. They're just, it's a decline. Okay, so. Had, they're struggling to find materials to make cars. So. Gotcha. So we need to take care of our cars. Is the lesson learned from that? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So they don't putz out anytime soon. Yeah, we shall see. Okay. Um, the... I'm trying to look up the the actual stats here, but um, I read today that there was, uh, this is a callback to a previous, um, a previous episode where we, one of the news segments was about the FDA giving full approval to the Pfizer vaccine. Um, and I was expressing my um, hesitancy to believe that that would actually give any that anyone would actually be inclined to get the vaccine because of that if they weren't already ready to get it. And it's interesting because um, the Kaiser Family Foundation did a data study of like people, there's, I guess there's been a really big uptick, not really big, but, but an uptick in people getting vaccines. And it kind of supported my belief. So I just thought that was interesting um, that it was only about 10% of people um, who got vaccinated recently um, said that it was in part or wholly because the vaccine was fully FDA approved. So I guess they gave people a list of options of like what motivated you to get the vaccine and you could choose multiple ones because the, um, the it didn't all add up to 100. So it's not like you had to choose one or the other. But the main thing was, um, I think it was like over 40% said it was either knowing someone who um, had COVID and passed away. And then that was kind of tied with um, just extreme fears about the Delta variant and how um, how contagious it is. Luther, don't scratch that. That's mommy's crossword puzzle, honey. Okay. And um, yeah, and then down there at 10% was because it got FDA approval factoring in. Um, so I just thought that was interesting that um, as a follow-up to our previous discussion. Yeah. The full article, I found it on, it was on my Facebook feed, the article, and I can't find the original one I was reading. And when I Google it, it's in the New York Times, which I, you know, they have that wall where you can't read anything if you don't pay for it. So I can't find the numbers right now. Oh, so oh. updates. Just thought that was interesting. Okay. As a follow-up. <clears throat> into end current events and now 
It's time for the joke of the week. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so I I watched the the Michael Schumacher documentary on Netflix and there was a part of the documentary where well anyways who people who don't know who Michael Schumacher was, he was a Formula One driver who uh well, anyways, he was pretty successful. He won, like, seven championships. So that was, he, he was the best driver for seven years. Wait, this is not the guy who crashed? No, this is a different person. Okay, sorry. Different person. Anyways, he, uh, there's a part of the documentary where he jumps out of the plane, or he does, he goes skydiving, he jumps 24 times in a day. Well, if that was me, I would have 12 heart attacks in a day. <laughs> Wait, what? You're only having a heart attack every other time you jump out? I mean, I don't want to say 24 because that's 24. I mean, that's death. So. Okay, 12 heart attacks is death. <laughs> oh, I guess so, yeah. And I, and I have gone skydiving. I won't go again, just to <laughs> say that. Oh, babe. Okay, that was that was that certainly was a joke of the week. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, potential there. At least I try. No, there's there's potential there. I, it sucks because I can't help you. Like I can't give you feedback before I hear them. Because then you can't tell them to me on the podcast. Yeah, it's not fresh. Yeah, you need to find, like, a sounding board before you present them on the podcast. That isn't me. I know Luther gives great feedback, but probably not him either. You mean tell them to people? Like, find someone who will, like, give you feedback on your joke of the week. Yeah. Like... That's just open mics. Okay, no, I'm talking about one specific person... Who can help you workshop it? Yeah, I don't know if this is a good venue anymore. Because you're not really supposed to do it one-on-one to people. It's kind of, anyways. Isn't that how knock-knock jokes work? Those are so lame. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, I guess we could have a philosophical discussion of what of how comedy should be and how jokes should be told. But let's not, because we're recording this before dinner and I'm hungry. Yes. Anyways, well, that's that was my bomb of the week. <laughs> and um, let's carry on to uh, Jill's <laughs> kitty corner. I don't even know if I have kitty corner. Okay. okay. Welcome to Jill's kitty corner. Meow. Um, so uh, this is updates on kitty corner. I guess I do have one. Um, we're trying to get Pixie high. So I don't know if many of you know that our cat Pixie has what we call the midnight meows, where she, as soon as I turn off the lights and get into bed, she wakes up out of a deep slumber or comes from wherever she was. She could be doing anything. But as soon as I get into bed, she loses her mind and just screams for half an hour 
or an hour. It's it's gone on excessively long. Um, happens multiple times a night. Usually, sometimes it wakes me up. Sometimes it doesn't. And uh, I know it's happened because she'll find things to drag around while she's screaming. So how we used to fix it is just leave absolutely nothing on the ground that she could pick up. So like no clothes, no toys, no nothing. But like, that's not really possible here, I guess. Like she has taken, she's gotten so much more strategic about it. She, we have hampers that have holes in them, you know, the, the plastic kind. And we had to stop putting our clothes in there because I'm like, okay, they're in the hamper. They're not on the floor. She can't pull them around. No, she'd sit there at the holes in the hamper and pull the clothes out through the holes in the hamper. It was, when I witnessed her doing it, it, it blew my mind. She is a ridiculous cat and I, I don't know. Anyway, so we're trying to get her high, like get our anxiety meds to see if maybe it will stop she's also just scared a lot she like runs if we move too fast or if we're too loud and she's lived with us for four years like she should not be this anxious um so yeah so far the midnight meows have not stopped we're on day two of meds well this will be night three we might go up to twice a day see if that works and if it doesn't we're gonna have to try a whole different medication or maybe pay hundreds of dollars to behavioralist which i don't want to I feel like I, I just don't know if they're going to be helpful or not. Yeah. What do you think, Jesse? I, I mean, what what would they do though? That's my question. Uh, like, that, yeah. that we wouldn't do. Like, it's not like we just leave this place dirty or anything. And we try. Like, we play with her. We comfort her. Like, I do everything that it seems like she's not anxious all the time so i don't i don't know i don't know i feel like i'm pretty decent at figuring out cat behavior problems especially with my own cats because i have all the information and can observe what's going on you know what i actually have a theory that i need to look into because i don't know if it's actually possible or not like this old um i'm when we first took her in and showed the vet the video of her screaming and described her dragging things around and like she piles them under the bed, the vet said it was, I think they called it like colony behavior. Basically she's nesting and she's trying to call her kittens back to the nest, which is us. Like she would cry for us to come up and lay in the bed. Okay, so that explained some of it it didn't explain why she was doing it when we were already in the bed i don't i don't know that point i am wondering if her spay was messed up like maybe it what you know spays don't always go perfectly maybe she has some weird mommy hormones going on where she's acting like she has kittens mm. but she there's no kittens there's no kittens she's never gonna have kittens you know maybe there's some weird hormone thing going on Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I was just thinking about this. When the, you know, when these, the gabapentin, this is, um, I don't know, it's tromp, trom, trosome, it's something with a tra. Um, it's a human medication. Like, those should, like, knock her out. And she's still doing this. So I was mm. wondering if maybe it's hormonal. I'm going to have to do research and see if that's even possible. I'm not sure. Okay. 
But my sweet little angel, I just want her to feel better. So anyways, if everyone could send good vibes and prayers and positive thoughts for our little baby angel as we try to get her comfortable and not anxious and, you know, so I can actually get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Because it literally goes on for like an hour if I don't shut her out of the room. And I don't like shutting her out of the room because then Luther can't get in the bed with us. And Luthy only has so many days left with him and I want him to sleep in our room. Mm-hmm. So that's a positive note to end Jill's kitty corner. Meow! Uh-huh. Well, um, I think that's about it for this week. Um, I hope you all enjoy this episode. And um, thanks for all who listen. If you want to support the podcast, you can leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. You can uh, follow me on various social media, on Instagram, Ramblin' Runnels, on my other Instagram, Jesse Period Runnels. Twitter, Jesse underscore Runnels, and on Facebook, simply Jesse Runnels. And, uh, yeah, the podcast is just about anywhere where you can find podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Yep. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode, and goodbye.